Welcome back to Daily Alchemy. On this episode, we're going to talk about what is real. I had a couple of interesting experiences over the last couple of days. One, I was talking with a really good friend of mine, and we were discussing about some of the concepts that I've been talking about on this podcast. And he's like, well, if this is really real, then I know my whole life is going to change because I've been implementing these practices and a lot of these different concepts feel like they're real in my heart, but how do I know if they're real? And then I was talking with a couple of other individuals. And even as I think back on a journey myself is like, oh, I've seen these really interesting beings and I've had these crazy downloads and I keep getting all this evidence of the things that I'm remembering. There's people that call in their angels and they have those experiences. I've had another buddy of mine who has witnessed fairies and <laughs> small beings and things like that. And you start thinking about it like, what is this reality that we're really in? We have these different aspects of illusions that are around us. And we're like, that's just illusion. Time's an illusion. Space is an illusion. Reality is just an illusion. But there's this sweet spot that lives in between it of what reality is. There's this sacred geometry called the Vesica Pisces. And then the Vesica Pisces is these two circles that overlap. And in the middle of that overlap is where I call reality. And so it only happens in this sweet spot of the present moment to where you step into this doorway of reality. And in that doorway of reality, everything starts to change and start to exist off of the aspects of polarity coming together, off of the intention of thought, off of the understanding of correspondence, and off of how that vibration starts to resonate. So if you go back to a couple of the episodes that we've talked about, if you watch anything on my Instagram, when we think a certain thing, the reality that we witness starts to change. Last year, I'm going to use an example of myself, there were a lot of people that I was around and a lot of people had great experiences with me. My fiance had a really shitty experience with me because I turned into a bit of an asshole. And we even had time in that window where we severed the relationship just because how I was showing up. And her experience of me was much different than everybody else's experience of me. So what was reality in that moment? What was the reality of Sean Clayton? The reality was the perspective of her. The reality was the perspective of several of my other friends, some friends that I still have, some friends that are no longer in my circle anymore, but I still love them all the same. And when you go through that process of how people are witnessing you, they're witnessing you at many different iterations of the reality that they're creating and also of the reality that you're showing up as. Because what's interesting is that how I was showing up with those individuals, which was what they allowed me to be in the integrity of themselves. And also how they were showing up was what I was allowing them to be in the integrity of myself. So if I wasn't in integrity with an individual, they would show up as a very different version of who they were based on how other individuals saw them versus how I saw them. And then the same thing happened with me to them. And it's this constant back and forth of how we think things, the reality starts to exist. Me and my fiance have a lot of different conversations and even some of the individuals that I work with that we talk about the delicacy of thought. Because the minute that you start thinking anything that is off base, off beat, the reality starts to shift really rapidly and you start to create a permanence. And the more you think that thing, the more the permanence starts to create. And the beautiful thing about our soul is that our soul is architecting a very specific reality that already exists in one of these other dimensions out here. So we have infinite dimensions that we can live in. One of those is this really generous sweet spot. And if you take these two big circles, you smash them together, and you have that Venn diagram overlap, which is that Vesica Pisces and that sweet spot that sits in the middle there. That right there is the divine roller coaster that we live in. 
or that we can live in. A lot of us don't get there. A lot of us live on one end of the spectrum, another end of the spectrum. We ride every aspect of these like circles that are outside of the actual sweet spot of the now or the sweet spot of that surrender of the present moment, that divine roller coaster that we can live on. What sucks is that we sometimes cross into it and we have these like really interesting moments. It's almost like we have the evidence of a solar eclipse. You get those things like in a moment of, wow, that was really beautiful. Or you're in a relationship with somebody and you have this beautiful recognition of this moment. And it's like, wow, that felt like love, but you only have it every now and then. A lot of people don't stay in that state ongoing. And that's because they have not stepped into understanding how to galvanize and create their realities. So when we talk about what is real, people are like, are aliens real? Well, yes and no. So yes to the person that knows are real, no to the person that doesn't. And that's how delicate the reality and the thoughts are. I've had experiences with extraterrestrial beings that were very, very real, that were in my face. And I'm like, okay, this is a thing. And somebody sitting right next to me, not seeing that same thing. So was it real or was it not real? Everything in my body and my soul and what I experienced said it was real. But the person next to me didn't. They felt a presence. I was at this meditation retreat and they felt something. They didn't know what it was though. So my ability to see it versus their ability to experience and feel it were two different things. But there was a presence there. And what was that presence? That presence was energy. That presence was a larger force that's outside of us. Oftentimes we have to have some interesting experience to recognize that there is something larger than us. And when we fade away from that, what our soul does is it starts to actually our higher self, which is the perspective of God or a perspective of source starts to create that witnessing. And that's when you start to have some angel that pops up in your life and you're like, oh, wow, that was something. And then you have this really beautiful, enlightened experience. Or all of a sudden you have something magical happen that seems like it's just out of the blue, but it's absolutely divinely timed because you are stepping into seeing something that you have never seen before in order to understand what reality is. I'm going to talk a little bit about the visual spectrum of light In the visual spectrum of light. We only see a, a finite aspect of that. It's a very, very small portion. And in that spectrum, there's infrared light, there's UV rays, there's all this other stuff that from a vibration and an energy perspective that we could see, but we only see like a tiny, tiny bit of it. And in that tiny bit of what we witness, that's what we call reality. Now, if let's say, for instance, we could start to see infrared light with our eyes. Now, all of a sudden, our visual spectrum would change. One of the things that I started to recognize is that I had to open my mind to different possibilities that were out there so that I could actually receive what my higher self and my soul, my God self or the perspective of God that I am or the perspective of source that I am is looking to witness. How do I go about doing that? So I know there's a lot of individuals that will talk about plant medicine and this and that and hallucinogens. Really what that is, is tapping into this DMT, this pineal gland that allows you to open up a different aperture of your mind. Your mind is already this vehicle that has the ability to witness itself as source and to take that witnessing and start to create a different reality. And when we have the ability to take that perspective and create a different reality using the tooling of the body that we've been given and starting to tap into that, we start to open up our aperture of what's possible. So Dr. Joe Dispenza does this really interesting breath where you harness things from your perineum, you then push the cerebral spinal fluid up your actual spine. It then taps your pineal gland, 
it then triggers this DMT response and you have this really beautiful enlightened experience around the mystical. And that mystical allows you to see what you haven't seen. What I call that is that ceremony. And that's you opening your eyes to something that you haven't seen to understand what is real and what is possible outside of what you've already been told because we only believe what we've been told and what we've been able to see visually. Now, the color blue is not the same as the color azul. It's two different words for it. And some people might see blue as something different versus another might see it as something else different. We all get close to it through an aspect of consensus, but the reality of blue is my reality is something different than anybody else's reality. What I have to do is start to garner my own understanding of what reality means through the visual spectrum of what I have the ability to see and then tap into something more mystical so I can see more. And when I see more, then I actually see everything that's possible. And when I start to see everything that's possible, then I can start to develop a practice and an accountability structure that starts to hold those things together and develop a new reality. What will happen is when I'm in integrity of myself, the truth starts to breathe out of me. And then that truth of reality starts to attract other individuals where we gather consensus and we build realities together. I talk about living forever in one of the other podcasts. If we all agree that we would live longer than this 120 years, we would live longer. Just because it's written a book somewhere and just because they say this is how long it goes and just because when we see somebody start to get old, we perceive that as an aspect of death doesn't mean that's the reality. It doesn't mean that we can't start to go through the process of healing ourselves. Now, there are aspects of laws that are governing the body that we are. But if we go through the process of recognizing in our mind that we can actually change everything from the perspective of thought and the reality that extends outside of us is something completely different. So what is reality? Reality is what you make it. I'm going to leave a few steps for you after you leave this podcast. I talk about the three hermetic principles that allow for an aspect of isness to create reality. That's thoughts become things, that's everything has a correspondence to it, and that everything is energy. When you can master one or two or three of those things, your life will completely change. If you can master every hermetic principle, the world will change. Our target is to go through the process of changing not only our lives, but the world. So I'm going to leave you with a thought auditing process. One of the things that I did when I started on this journey is I started auditing my thoughts. I started to recognize the fear-based thoughts that I had and the loving thoughts that I had. And I would write those down every day. And when I wrote those down every day, I would find in the love how I could expand that love. And I would find in the fear how I could turn that fear into a loving thought. When I started to do that out of practice over and over and over and over and over again, all of a sudden, the reality that I was living in went from something that was very stressful to something that was very peaceful. I didn't know what all that meant, but it was just me putting a practice in place of auditing my thoughts. So any takeaway that you can do from this is audit your thoughts to start identifying the evidence of the reality that you can create. A lot of individuals are like, hey, Sean, how do I keep doing that? There's a discipline to it. The discipline is just an aspect of rhythm, which is another one of the laws. Like any time I try to get away from these laws, I can't get away from them. So I'm just like, I'm going to surrender into it <laughs> and recognize the beauty of the life that's coming to me. I'm not going to say I don't have rough days or days that feel a little bit off, but I know that that's me not being in rhythm. There's an aspect of integrity that doesn't keep me there. And there's an aspect of love that pushes me down the path to recognize how do I stay in that aspect of love. So you have to lift the weight to get stronger. So. When you go through the process of auditing these thoughts, remember that you can choose 
your path. Source, God, all gave us free will choice. So choose your path. Understand how to actually surrender into that path. And if you do it enough, I mean, give yourself a month of auditing your thoughts and see how your life changes, how you can take the thoughts you love and the things that you think about that you love and how much those expand, how you can take what you fear and turn that into love and just transmute it blindly. And then what will happen is you'll understand why you created it to love yourself more. And that's a whole other story that we'll talk about. I've talked about it in some of my Instagrams, but I'll also talk about it here on this podcast. I really do appreciate you guys for tuning in and thank you so much for listening and I love you.